Welcome to the Brick and Mortar Marketing Podcast, the podcast for small business owners like you, learning to grow your brick and mortar business in today's online focused world. Now, here are your hosts, partners in life and business, Zach and Brianna Hayden. That part's always the most awkward on video. Uh, and I always feel like the intro is different every time. It's it's not. Every time I'm like, same. is that what the music was like last time? It it was. Okay. We are now available on your favorite podcasting app. Ooh. So uh, iTunes, Stitcher, um, I think on Google Play now. Um, really? I also put it on Spotify, but I haven't heard anything from you them You can yet. listen to podcasts on Spotify. Oh, yeah. They just, Spotify just bought a big podcasting network. They just bought huh. um, Gimlet, I It's think. a smart, smart move on I their j- part. You know what? I just listened to a podcasting, um, or a podcast interviewing the guy who uh started spotify and he's from like sweden hmm. the company is a swedish company um Didn't and it was very interesting um, cool. yeah yeah he was it was it was cool anyways um so uh how are things going brianna they're they're good they're good <laughs> good awesome how, how are things going for you things are going great uh just wonderful because um well let you know what i just i just got off the phone you know what drives me nuts? So, uh, one of the things that drives me absolutely nuts is taxes. I just yeah. got off the phone with my accountant. They're working on taxes. Yes, I know it's past tax day. Uh, we got an extension because our taxes are just a disaster because we have businesses and personal stuff and and I hate not taxes. because we're lazy. It did not happen because no. we're like, oh, we'll I just get to hate. It. I hate. That I need to keep track of so many little details. The government needs to be like, here, this is how much you made, this percentage. Just a flat, I don't I don't need deductions for every crazy thing. Just well, give us a flat. Since we're business owners, I, we have plenty of time to keep track of all that stuff. Oh, it makes me Obviously. nuts. Obviously. It drives me nuts. I just like... You know how many hours and hours and hours are wasted? There's studies about how many, like, billions of dollars are wasted in compliance to taxes, making sure that you keep everything right and you do it the right way. Sounds like a perfect system. Oh, it drives me nuts. Um, if you want to become a small government kind of person, open a business, all right? Does oh, wonders. oh, oh, you know what else? Oh, man. Uh-oh. Let's go. Round two. You know what drives me nuts? My life is a never-ending a never-ending segment of... You know what drives, you know me, what nuts. drives me nuts. Okay. So, we opened a second location to our martial arts school um, almost a year ago now. Almost. Almost a year ago. Um, we made the decision to go up into Michigan, just right over the border in Michigan because it's a nice community, like, a good town. Barely over the border. Barely over the border. And we love this community. Like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. We like the people. We found a good location. Never again. Never again. Okay? Because it seems that government's job is to do as much as they can to make opening a business as hard as humanly possible. Which so, is not necessarily ca- the case, but that's 
In this, the it case in this off. situation. It in Kendallville, I have never had this problem. Yeah. Never have yeah. I had this problem. The city works very hard to make sure businesses are are thriving and working. You know, the mayor could not be more helpful to local business. But at this second location, I have had to work so hard on making sure, like, so the mats needed ramps onto the mats. The mats are like this high, mm-hmm. and you needed ramps to go up onto the mat. Um, for handicap purposes. For handicap purposes, which I have no problem helping a handicapped person do martial arts. Yeah. I have no problem. I've I've had you know deaf. I've had I've I've taught blind students before. You know, like I have no problem. Then um, we couldn't have changing rooms unless we had a handicap accessible changing room. Now of you a can certain size. Well, because it has to be right. handicap accessible. Yeah. You have to be able to turn a wheelchair around in all this kind of stuff. Um, even though this building was built a long time ago, okay, um, so we okay, what? Uh, so we got rid of changing rooms because if you don't have any changing rooms, you don't have to worry about it. But if you have one changing room, then you have to have a, at least a option. handicap accessible changing rooms. Then we find out we have to have drinking fountains, <laughs> not just one drinking fountain. And we're finding these things all out in small chunks. Yes, small steps. Not just one drinking fountain. But two drinking fountains because you had to have a handicap accessible one, which I totally understand. Put it to the height that's handicap accessible. But then why do I need a second one? Can't a tall person lean down? They're not handicapped, so they should be able to lean down. No. I have to have two water fountains. Now, this week or late last week, I find out that I have to have a second restroom. A second restroom in this martial arts facility. I've never... None of the martial arts facilities I know have two restrooms. Some of I guess I know one or two. But but, but, but what's they didn't the reason, build out. What's the reason for two restrooms? Because if you're going to have more than 15 people yeah. uh, at any time, the, the occupancy is over 15 people, um, you have to have two restrooms. Now, people will die. You, <laughs> I mean, classes are only 45 <laughs> minutes long. You can, I don't know. Um, now, the local inspector is allowed to give you a, a pass on a second restroom. Which would be excellent. The local inspector hates us. For whatever um, reason. I don't know. I don't know if that's the truth. I shouldn't maybe say that. Maybe he was bitten by just, a martial artist when he was a small child. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, let's get off of the... the yeah, that was only supposed to be a small segment. Drives me nuts. Let's go to some, some tips and tactics. There we go. Marketing tips and tactics. Okay, so Brianna, tomorrow I am meeting with a client, um, a new client, a new client client. to work on their um, digital marketing, their Facebook marketing, and some. I think we're going to probably throw in some some Google AdWords and stuff then too. Ooh, fancy. Um, probably. But um, I've also been working with another business that is that does marketing, uh, Facebook marketing for people, and they have an, an audit that you go through for your Facebook page when you start when we start doing business with them. So I thought I would I would uh, um, copy this audit, uh, tweak it a little it's, bit. It's pretty. It's a pretty good audit, good. but it was surprising to me how many people um, didn't have this stuff done, and actually myself. It, it is what's important is really? that oh. well because you know you go and you set up your Facebook page, and then you never come back and look at yeah. the settings. Yeah. Like you just you just do your Facebook stuff and you don't go back and look at the settings or things that might have changed or stuff like that. And and Facebook is always tweaking things. So yes. I think it's really important that if you're running a business and you have a Facebook page that 
every six months, maybe. Okay, um, like every six months. That you should probably go and just double check to make sure your things are right. Um, you know, that you're... Um, so let's go through these um, real quick. Awesome. So one, you should have your Facebook page verified. This doesn't, like, Nobody so has many this. people don't do this. Nope. So if yeah. you go to a Facebook page, you got to go to their actual page, there's a little blue check mark. Or you want it to be blue. There should be a little blue check mark um, by their name, and that means that it's verified. And this is a really easy process to do. You just go into the your Facebook page, and then you click on the settings thing, and then it, mm -hmm. you go, it's in there somewhere, and it says verified. And what they do is that you put in your phone number, and they'll call you with a number. Really? And then you put in the, the it's number. It's that easy? Yes. Now, it can be a little harder if you have, um, you know, weird phone situations or whatever. They can also mail you something. But what they want to do is <laughs> verify that you are a – there is a physical location or there's a physical person behind this. legitimate. Yeah. Um, so that's really important for businesses. I really think um, – See, I thought it was it was totally in Facebook's control. Like uh, Not like Twitter. Like Twitter. Twitter's like, verification is – You get the is, check mark because you're cool. Yes. No. Every business can have um, their Facebook page verified. It's well, not difficult that's, to that's do. That's a no-brainer then. And I'm pretty sure we have – I've worked with clients before that their pages aren't verified. Um, I'm, I'll tell you, uh, our second location is not currently verified. <gasps> Our second martial arts school location. Uh, that's is that one of those that has a weird phone. Situation. It has a weird phone situation. So I've got it. I can do it still. Yeah. I just, I just didn't. I, I need to. So. Well, second location is a whole other animal. No. Um, but no, there's no necessarily huge perk to this, except I would venture to guess that when you go to do advertising, all these things, oh. they're gonna, yeah. there's gonna be some preferential treatment if you've proven that you're not. Spam. You're, or you're all an that honor kind of stuff. student, so they're gonna <laughs> exactly. You're they're an honor let student. You yes. Without a hall pass. Now, for our, all of our listeners and and those watching, um, you know, this is the brick and mortar um, marketing podcast. So we're talking about that you have a physical location. Yes. Okay. So the second thing you want to do is on your about us page and on your settings, you want to make sure that your Facebook page has your address listed. Okay? <laughs> so many people go to the Facebook page to find where this place is located. You oh. don't have your address, and you might have my moved favorite, locations. My favorite is when they go to the Facebook page and then they message you and ask your address. Yeah, even that's though a your really address is already on, is on the Facebook page. Be a wise consumer. Yeah, that would be. We could do another. We can, no, nuts, I could do it. Well, you know what drives me nuts. Yeah, um, but you know that's. We'll thing. do that sometime. But, but it's surprising some people do not have. They don't have their address, or they've moved locations and not and it's, changed it's, their they address. They haven't updated their information. Same with phone number. You want to have your proper phone number, and yeah. these also need to make sure they match your website. Yes, because there are sometimes there are ads that you run that Facebook will check the landing page that you go to after the ad. So if oh. the, my ad is I click and it takes me to the website, it checks that page to make sure that it's a good customer experience. That yeah. that going from one to the other is good, and the loading time is right, and all this kind of stuff. So you just want to make sure that these are these match the two locations. Oh. Make sure you have an email address on your Facebook page. Okay. It's a setting you just so it's a public email address. We can have a whole nother conversation about email addresses though. Yes. Yeah, we'll do you, you write that down. We'll do a drives me nuts thing sometime. Um, so your email address on there again, these are things that change sometimes, especially if you have a certain person's email address in your company. Um, and then that person changes jobs or whatever. Um, your business hours. This is a big one because uh, people's business hours change. 
And this is one of those things you might not have updated. You know, yeah. seasonally then too, you might have different hours during the winter. You know, my parents' uh, uh, motorcycle business had different hours in the winter than they had in the summer. Right. And we needed to make sure we went in there and changed them. Updated the hours. Because people look on Facebook for And they take hours. it as, as gospel. Like, they assume whatever hours are listed on the website... Those are your Those hours are your because hours. you've told people that's what it is. Yes. And so going in there so and checking those. they you to answer the phone be present, yeah. um, have your doors unlocked, all those normal things that should happen during regular business hours. Yeah, and I've, I've made this mistake myself. I haven't been to the Taekwondo school at the time that Facebook says, and I should be there at that time. And I've got a message to say, hey, what time are you guys open? Um, so making checking your hours on Facebook is important. Um, make sure you have a well-written description on your Facebook page. Mm -hmm. You know, tell what you offer, what you what your business is about. Okay. Um, it's really your first opportunity to be, to have a good hook. Like, uh -huh. why should you come visit us? Yeah. Instead of, you know, a vague. Yeah, just random yeah. thing there, or, or just really like we serve ice cream. Yeah, something to yeah. to like set yourself apart from competition from other places. Like, mm -hmm. no, you should come see us because X Y Z. Um. So description, categories, you're given a category, you can tick categories for your page. Um, and I, just like every time you do categories, like- This one can be tricky. Most of us have businesses that like don't yeah. fit in a specific category, but you can still pick one that's pretty close. Mm -hmm. um, they, they, I think they've expanded those. Cause I, I think when good. I started, they didn't have like martial arts, some, but they do now. They used to have um, like, like we were like a gym. Yes. At one point. Yeah, like, we're not a gym. that was one of them. Um, not and then make sure your page, if you want, I think you should, mm -hmm. um, but your page is set up to receive reviews. Yes. Okay. So you are able to get reviews on your page. And at any time, if you need to disable that, you can do that too, right? You can, okay. you can, but I, I would, I would suggest that you do that. I think Facebook reviews are such a better thing to have than Yelp is a joke. Okay? <laughs> Yelp is a disaster. People only go to Yelp to complain and whine and whatever, but you can do a lot with your Facebook reviews and another topic for another time. Okay. So that, those are our, um, kind of a Facebook overview audit of checking out your, um, Facebook page. I suggest, you know, I, I looked at these recently to help another business and I, w I went, and I looked at our stuff and I was like, you know what? I need to update some of these stuff. Yeah. There's some of these things for myself, you know. Well, it's just like any audit, it could happen anytime. Exactly. Well, <laughs> ah, the Facebook <laughs> auditor is coming. Um, but yeah, uh, go in there to your settings and do that um, because it'll be really useful um, to make sure that you've updated that. Um, like I said, hours change pretty regularly sometimes, yeah. location, phone number. Um, email addresses. You just want to make sure those things are yeah. up to date. So you're providing a good service for the people on Facebook. Could looking. we make that that little check check mark sheet available, available to yeah. people? You, that is a great idea, yeah. Brianna. Look at you, marketing genius. Um, yeah, let's do that. Um, because it is a nice tool to have. We you know, will. We went through the checklist, but anyone who yeah, really wants to yeah, do that yeah. is like, oh crap. That way you don't have to take notes for yourself. Yeah. You can just uh, get the checklist. Okay, so let's do this. Um, you can get it by, um, messaging our Ooh, Facebook page. Okay. So message our Facebook page. So you go to uh, Facebook and, uh, find Hayden digital, send us a message and say, Hey, um, and we'll send you that, uh, audit. All they have to say is, Hey, that's the secret. Hey, way. give me that audit paper or whatever. So 
I should set up. What I could do is set up a sweet bot with it and give you all these things. But you know what? This I didn't think I didn't think that this far is, ahead. This is totally so just send us a, a message on on Facebook we'll and say, "Hey, sweet we'll checklist. Do that hey, give me them sweet checklist, yeah. dudes, bro." Yeah, that <laughs> that's that's the <laughs> that's your code word. That's the code word. Okay, um, I want to do one more segment real quick. I think we've got a couple of minutes still. Yeah, if that's okay. Well, I, I don't even know what time we're at right now. New so segment. Ooh. Book review. So. Occasionally on the show, I think we'll have a, a book review section. This is also a very large part of my life. Listening to me talk about books? Yeah. Yes. I enjoy it, but that's like... I read, listen to... share it with you, too. Um, I listen to a fair amount or read a fair amount of business books. Yes. Um, and one I read recently um, was Never Lose a Customer Again. Um, it is by Joey Coleman. Never Lose a Customer Again. And this book was fantastic. Fantastic. Isn't this originally what you wanted the basis of this podcast to be? That's how much you love this book? No, I don't think so. We just said we were going to talk about it each time. Like, I mean, but you love this book so much that it was part of the beginning was. talks of this podcast. It was, yes. Because um, it's just such a great... So what it does is it goes through the different um, interactions that you have with your customers. Okay, the different sections. Um, and I don't want to cover this all the day. I think yeah, we'll break this in because there's um, – and it covers the first 100 days of kind of your interactions with your customers to uh, make sure that you are going above and beyond. So let's – we'll do one today. Okay. Okay, so the assess phase. This is the very first phase um, of the uh, – so day zero of the whole thing. So let me, let me read you a little bit of this. This is from um, Joey – Coleman, is that the, did I say the right? Uh, Coleman, um, never lose a customer again. Go check it out on Amazon. So the assess phase of the customer experience occurs in the time leading up to day one, the purchase. So this is before they've purchased. Okay. 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 In the assess phase, the prospect is considering whether or not to purchase your service and or product. Potential assessment activities that a customer might take include evaluating your website, researching third-party evaluations of your product or service, considering online reviews, reviewing your marketing materials. The period of time can vary from a few seconds when they're just like, boom, I'm getting it. This is like I go to the grocery store. They got the uh, Cadbury eggs out. And my assessment is, ooh, three for $2 or whatever. Uh, Boom, go. Go. No, I don't know how much they are. No. I've had significantly less Cadbury eggs this um, season, which is good for me. Um, and, or up to a several several months. Um, that's a pretty dedicated consumer. That, I mean, so, that's, that's, well, it dep- that's like a big purchase. Depends that's the purchase. thing. It, it's a bigger I'm purchase. I'm buying a car versus I'm buying a Twinkie. Ex- yes, yes. Um, so now when they talk about these phases, so the assess phase, you have the opportunity to connect with the customer in different ways. So Or not. <laughs> or not. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so maybe in person. Okay. Live demo, walk through the product or service. Um, this is a you know person to person. You can email during the assess phase. Traditional mailing during the assess phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, assess phase. Um, calling them, texting them during the assess phase. Videos during that assess phase or gifts during that phase. Ooh. Okay. So, um, we. You know, uh, for let's say the martial arts school, we okay. have um, the assess phase is often done 
um, online. Yes. So that's where your social media presence is really important because mm-hmm. they're assessing you there. Your website is really important. They're assessing you there. Um, your interactions in person. Okay. So if we go and do a community event, a school talk, things like that, are giving them the opportunity to assess what we have going yeah, any on. Any kind of uh, reputation you have in the community. Yeah. The reviews. We just talked about Facebook <sighs> reviews. Okay. That's a huge way Which, to get. Somebody visits your Facebook page and it's filled with reviews like these people stink. Or they have just no reviews. Or no reviews. You know, you get like two reviews. Like one person recommends this yeah. place. I mean, I know for me, if I go to Amazon and the book has two reviews, I'm like, ah. Yeah, that's not a good sign. Or I go to, you know, the app store and I look at a couple of different apps and one has you know, 40,000 reviews and one has a hundred reviews, I go, uh, probably going to get the app with yeah. a bunch of reviews. So the assess phase is just this first section where someone is, you know, they've, they've decided that like, Oh, I see this. Maybe they, they come upon it organically or they've actually looked into it. Like, yeah. Hey, I need something. And they're going to start looking at your business. This is why that audit, that Facebook audit can, can be really important. Be very important. Okay. I could make or break. So think about so your kind of your your assignment for today in this podcast episode is well audit your Facebook page message us we'll give you the audit sheet it'll be all set um, but then also think about the assess phase how are people assessing your business before they ever con you know directly contact and if you? you're not being honest like your feelings aren't hurt if your feelings aren't hurt when you think about like how, how you're doing how it is honestly then you're not being honest with yourself. Yes. Yes. Because we all, I mean, I went through this book and then took, you know, the next, you know, month or so to look at each of these phases and go, okay, what do I specifically want to do in this phase to make sure I'm going above and beyond? Because that's something that's very difficult for small businesses to do because you need to even yourself out between each customer. It's not completely standardized mm-hmm. or you don't have a whole fleet of people working to make this process work. It's one, two, three yeah. people. But and I th- they're not. Yeah. I think right now, though, most businesses, we were this way. You have some of the processes in place for these um, different steps. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of it is, oh, sometimes we do this and sometimes we do this. It's yeah. not very standardized. Yes. That's- so that's one of the things we've I've worked on very um, hard with after this book is like, this is how we're going to do this. Every time we get, you know, a lead that comes in, I send a video to them yes. right away. I text them a video or email them a video um, right away. That's a different phase, but um, we'll talk about that another but time. That's before, that's after the assess phase though. Correct. Yes. That's a, a, a phase for the down or, um, and I try to, you know, from this book, I've learned these different interactions. So sometimes I use videos, sometimes I use text, sometimes I use, um, we actually, I actually sent, I send gifts now also um, to, to students yeah, once they have a become a big me- a, a member. Um, and this really makes an impact on yeah, the Yeah, that's kind of that people. extra wow factor. Just the extra little mile. Exactly. So, um, A little mile, not a big mile. <laughs> that I think they're the same distance. It's a, it's a rural town mile. Oh, gotcha. Um, a country mile <laughs> versus no, a, a city mile. No, country mile is long. Oh. Um, anyway, so go check out the book, um, uh, uh, Never Lose a Customer Again. Uh, Joey Coleman, I we will uh, I think in future segments we'll go through the different yeah, um, phases, um, so you guys get the kind of the cliff notes here on the podcast. I think that's it. I think so. So uh, make sure you subscribe to the uh, podcast, or um, and make sure you check us out on Facebook, um, Hayden Digital. 
That's the uh, we we produce this um, brick and mortar yes. marketing. This podcast. is a production of Hayden Digital. So message us and get that sweet Facebook audit checklist. What's the key, the um, special? Yo, give me them sweet Facebook audit checklists, bro. Yeah, I believe. Something if you write that. it like that, we'll give you something special. And if I, you don't write it like that, that's fine. We'll still give you yeah. the checklist. Um, right. Also, I do know how long a mile is. So she does. Do. She totally does. They're all the same. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yes, unless you're doing your taxes. Unless you're that in mile, Michigan, and then you're like Michigan's eh. different. Well, as long as you have extra bathrooms. <laughs> um, okay, that's it for us. Just kidding. We'll we'll uh, see you guys next week. Bye.